generally the, the raw food diet is generally what's mentioned in regards to a raw vegan diet. Then there are um, raw vegetarian diets where people add, for example, raw milk or raw goat's cheese into their diet, which I think at the right time is the right thing to do for some people. Then there are living foods diets, which is generally associated with Dr. Ann Wigmore and her approach to using living sprouting food. In, the, in her case, it was young sprouting plants, wild seeds, sprouting sprouts, common ones we know today, alfalfa and clover, etc., and then wheatgrass, and that was called the living foods lifestyle. And then there is the life food diet, which is what David Dubb recommends and really seems to me to be the, the most alchemical and the most interesting in that it's you get focused on food that is totally living in the sense that is still untampered by man. Seaweed all fits into that, for example, because seaweed is not a cultivated crop. It is a wild crop and therefore has a different, totally different level of vigor in it than domesticated crops. Then there are the raw meat diets, and the raw meat diets are generally, in my opinion, dangerous for a number of reasons. One is parasites, and people say, well, parasites only eat on garbage. I don't have any garbage. I can eat this. And I have seen that, and I've seen people live to regret saying that or even thinking that. I, if you're going to eat raw meat, which, you know, I'm sure ancestors did, you've got to be really careful in this world today. It's very, very dangerous and very, very, uh, you know, you're bet if you need vitamin B12 or you feel like you need some kind of animal product, definitely like raw goat milk or something like that or goat's cheese is a much safer choice today than any of the meat products. So that I wanted to put a little bit in on that. Other than that, the ability to discern what is living and what generally is just considered raw depends on your ability to understand how the life force works. For example, herbs that are freshly picked, you know, like my friend's place in Gnomeland, Canada, the herbs that are freshly picked from there and a tea made from that spring water there, when you combine that and you drink that, you know, I felt more prana or life force from that than probably any, you know, sprouted, dehydrated cookie that I've ever had, you know? So that's just becoming clever and understanding the relationship between prana or life force energy and food, which may or may not be logical, right? So, you know, an herb that's been dried and then made into a tea with spring water, you know, the, the logical, rational mind coming out of civilization is going to say that doesn't have as much prana as something that's been freshly dehydrated. But my actual experience is actually sometimes it has more prana or a lot more. For instant access to hundreds of clips just like this one, please go to thebestdayever.com. That's thebestdayever.com.